to Core Community Covenant Church with Pastors Max and Trish. Join us as we learn more about the Word of God. Alright, so, so we're exciting to move on to, to our next step, which is a lot of fun, perseverance. <laughs> and I and I know when when hey. people yeah when people hear perseverance, I feel like now I'm about to carry the cross. That that's that's gonna be our perseverance. And the uh, of course we we wrote out our steps. What is it called again? Our catalysts. Yeah. Our catalyst a year ago, like it, it, it actually longer than a year ago, in March. And when we got to this, I was like. Perseverance. Where, where, there's no perseverance. Act two forty two through forty seven. I was like, ah, why did I write this down? <laughs> yes. I know it was totally through prayer and spirit led, but when I opened it, I was like, I saw this was the next series, and it's like suffering, mm. sacrifice. I was like, ah, yeah, this is not fun. Can we just skip this section and go on to re- rejoicing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was definitely actually a conversation. But I, I was, I was just intrigued. Where, where did it even come from? Just because, not, I, I mean, it was spirit led. But in the scripture, we have been going through it as we're looking to Acts two forty two through forty seven, and we were having all these things. So, perseverance comes in Acts two forty six. It says, every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. So where it says they continued to. Um, they continue to meet, or they continue. That word is proskaterio, proskaterio, which means persevere. So uh, I was intrigued that in that's in this scripture, in this verse, when they're talking about persevering, the what they were persevering was meeting in the temple, meeting together, meeting, uh, meeting together. They were breaking bread, and they were they ate together. So they were breaking bread, having communion, and they also were eating together. They were getting together in their homes, um, with glad and sincere hearts. That's what the perseverance was. They were persevering to do that. That was their challenge at that point to make sure that they're gonna keep on being coming together, that keep on um, fellowship, and keep on with the communion. Um, that was their goal. That's what persevered. Because I thought the early church perseverance is going to be like, yeah, they've been eating, they were eating by lions. And, you know, that's what they had to persevere. But no, their perseverance was just, don't forget to meet. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to yeah. go to people's houses. Don't forget to eat with them. Don't forget the communion. He said, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's all these things that he's like, don't perse- persevere, persevere. And as, as Trish and I were preparing this and started reading a uh, bunch of verses about perseverance and everything else. A lot of it is, don't forget to be together. Persevere together, be together, spur one another on, and and so on and so on. We're we're gonna get into it, and everything else. Like in the next month or so, we're gonna talk about persevering and suffering, in service and sacrifice and in success, of how we can do that all together as we persevere to meet break bread, to eat together, to meet at our homes, um, 
and to study the word. I mean, the temple is pretty much church and everything else. So that that's kind of was a twist for me uh, on the word perseverance, especially in this context. Mm-hmm. Right. So we, as we were talking, as we were talking about uh, this uh, this part, Ephesians four. So we're gonna land in Ephesians four eleven through sixteen, really quick. So, because I, I wanted to, I wanted to know what is this, uh, what does that look like of, of meeting, and why do we have to meet, and what, what's the point of meeting, and everything else. So, um, Trisha's ver- favorite verse was in there, and then I, I wanted to go more in depth into it. So Ephesians four eleven starts with, "It was He who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets." some to be evangelists, some to be pastors and teachers, to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of men and their deceitful schemes. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will in all things grow up into him who is the head that is Christ. From him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows uh, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its works. So to me, I, I really appreciated the, these verses when I'm looking at persevering and meeting together. When we persevere and meet together, we are learning to come together as a body. We're coming together to learn how to be, uh, where it says, we in all things grow up in him who is the head that is Christ. So in all those things, we're coming together to becoming like Christ, that that we come together and I'm learning from Jose and Jose is learning from Sandra and Sandra's learning from Christina and Christina's learning from Mario and Mario's learning from Trish. We're all learning little things from each other on how to be a reflection of Jesus Christ to those around us. And we're persevering through that together. I'm watching how you work through times of suffering. I watch the way you work through serving. I watch how you work through sacrifice. I watch you, how you, when you're successful, how does that look like to you? And how does that look like in the body of Christ? There's so many things here in this scripture that, that they're talking about. Yeah, they're talking about all these people that, that God has brought into the church, right? The apostles, the prophets, the teachers, the evangelists, the pastors, all those people, right? They're there to to teach us so we could be mature, right? So we can have uh, knowledge that we can be in unity with one another. And why do we need to have that thing? And this is, I think, is a important part of perseverance and everything else is verse 14. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness 
of men in their deceitful schemes. Schemes, I'm sorry. Uh, that that is a big part of it because there's especially nowadays. There was probably a lot back then, but nowadays you go on YouTube and you're gonna see every prophet, every apostle, every whatever teaching their own thing about Jesus. Just go on TikTok. There's all these amazing pastors out there telling how you should live your life. And this is what the scripture is telling you to do. And if we do not have a unity and understanding, then it's going to be really hard for us to move on and move past those different ideas in our lives. Um, for, for, for me... Again, this Saturday with the summit, with Christian Bike Unity Summit, we came together. There was all these people from different churches, different denominations, different ideas and thoughts. And I paused them and said, hey, let's stop focusing on the things that divide us. And let's start focusing on the things that we can agree on. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there was times uh, in Corinthians, they, they were talking about how, well, I believe. No, I was baptized into Paul and I was baptized into Apollos, right? Apollos. And I was baptized into Jesus Christ. And they couldn't even figure out who to be baptized in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there was a division in that one. But can, can we hold on and stop arguing with the, all the other stuff? Can we just belong that there's God the Father who gave us the Son to die on the cross for us for the only way so we can have that relationship with God and once again? The only way. That when we, re- when we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we have the Holy Spirit that comes upon us. Can we agree with that? I literally, at the summit, was like, can we agree on this? Mm-hmm. Yes? Okay, cool. Let's move on. Can we agree on this? Yeah. yeah. Let's not talk about all the other things that can separate us, but can mm-hmm. we agree on this? Because if you just preach God the Father, Son Jesus Christ, the resurrection, the Holy Spirit, we're good. We can be all united. We can all shine that light and bring the kingdom of, of God here on earth the way it's supposed to. But we keep on focusing on the separate things. So that, that's why we need to have these communities that, that we can work things out, right? Like, all right, we can, we can have conversation about, all right, what do you think about this? And that? But can we unite on the, the right things, the important things, right? And that's why, so we, pers- we have to persevere through those things. We have to persevere through teachings. I had to persevere through 20 years of, of doing things not the right way. Because five years ago, this is my theology. And then 10 years, this was my theology. And, you know, like I have grown. I have changed. And I think all of us have done that. If we haven't, then we're not, we're not grown. We're not learning. Yeah. We're not submitting to the Holy Spirit as he's guiding us to it. Um, so, but we, we need to have that community so we can we can learn to do that so so they can help us um and uh, and that's the important part of it um so we won't be tossed <laughs> i love i love how he says i am no longer <laughs> that we'll no longer be infants tossed back and forth it's it's such a such thing because he comes back i forgot is it to corinthians or is it to infants uh, to ephesians too when he was like you guys are still on milk you should be on meat oh, by yeah. now I think it was it's correct. It's but it's it's like seriously, it's like man, you guys are still talking about the same stuff we were talking last time I was here. You know, it's it's like masters, masters commission. Can we get tattoos? Are you guys seriously still talking about tattoos? Can we move on to Jesus Christ? Yeah, that's a lot. You know what I mean? So so it's just one of those things. Like 
Let's move on. Let, let's let you want to have discussions. Let's have discussions. Let's talk about Trinity, right? <laughs> <laughs> let's start another fight. Yeah, <laughs> another fight. No, but but you know what I mean. But but you want to go deep? Let's go deep. But let's go deep on something that matters. Something that's yeah. salvation. Something that's gives life. It gives life not only to us but to those that are seeking. Mm-hmm. So that that that's that was kind of a really big. Uh, push for me as as I was thinking about perseverance because again it opened my eyes to the importance of, of gathering mm-hmm. and how it looks like and sometimes it would be in the big church, sometimes it would be in the little church, sometimes it's in the house, sometimes it's just two people around the Bible, but you persevere, you push through, you you get the word, you find a way the word, you find time to be in the word. And that that is that is what what's what is needed in our lives. That is what's passionate in my heart for our church and for this message. Yeah. One of the images that comes to mind, just I was remembering when Micah was like four years old, he was in martial arts and um, as part of you know martial arts, there's the traditional like the, where you break the board, right? He's like four years old yeah. and they were training him and they started with like a thin board and then they worked their way up to like thicker and thicker and thicker boards. So by the time, I mean, he if he had pursued it, he by the time he was six, he was going to be a black belt, right? And they wanted him in the Junior Olympics. Junior. I mean, it was serious. Like, this kid was, you know, I wish we could get him back into it. But he kind of, like, got close and then just decided he didn't want to do it anymore, which is the opposite of perseverance, right? But one of the, <laughs> one of the things that was so great about martial arts was that they, they teach you to push past the pain, to push past the... And they teach you to focus. And the way that you break through the board is not by focusing on the board, but you punch through the board. So you see the other side. And I think there's such a great lesson for us that like what he's saying is a lot of times we're like, oh, I have to persevere through the suffering and I have to persevere. And our focus is on all these other things, but our perseverance is on our time together. Our perseverance is on the glory of the Lord and the, and the day of the Lord's coming. Our, our perseverance is when we have peace and we're in heaven. So we don't, we focus not on how bad the world is or how hard our finances are or how sick we feel or, you know what I'm saying? That perseverance has this tenacity and this focus that's not on the present circumstances, but on the beyond that. And I think that's why when scripture says to persevere, like in Acts, persevere in meeting together, that we're pushing through Monday through Saturday to get to this time because this is the time of refreshing. This is the mm-hmm. time when the Lord re- renews us and fills us back up. And sometimes we may just be getting from Sunday to Sunday <laughs> to Sunday, you know, until we get together. And and we're not focused on the, you know, the 78 emails that are in my inbox. We're not focused on the bills that are piling up. We're, the, we're getting through those things not by like, oh, I'm just going to grind through another day. But we persevere by fo- focusing beyond that. And, you know, it was the most amazing thing to see a four or five-year-old, like, how thick? They were, like, three quarters of an inch. Yeah, three quarters of an inch. Three quarters of up to an inch block of wood. This little, little guy could just knock through it because of that principle of that he would persevere, not by focusing, like, oh, I got to get... He, he didn't focus on the block. He focused beyond the block. And, and I think that's what we need to do is so often we're like, 
oh, I just, I need to persevere with this 30 day whole thing. And you're counting the days like tick marks is focus on the celebration beyond, right? So focus on what's beyond the goal. And uh, this takes us to Hebrews chapter 12, uh, verse one. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured, which is also persevered, he endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition so that you do not grow weary and lose heart. And I think that's the beauty of perseverance is, is just to imagine this picture. We are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, right? We, we just had the last, was it last week when we, we talked about testify. testify, right? So the person who testifies is witnessing, right, what, what you have to say and the testimony that God is doing in your life. And literally all of heaven is watching how you persevere and, and cheering you on, watching you press through to that goal. And the way that you, if you're running a race, right, you're not, you're not going to get across the finish line by like noticing, oh, look at that bird. Oh, look at those trees. Oh man, my foot really hurts. Like you're, if you get distracted. That's exactly by this, how I run. But, but that's how, that's so often how we live our Christian life. And instead it's like. No, fix your eyes past the finish line. Fix your eyes on being with Jesus. Fix your eyes on that goal and hear all of heaven cheering you on. And when we come together to worship, you know, that's when we hear the Holy Spirit encouraging us. And and we may not hear that when we're alone, but when we come together, we hear each other's testimony and it's like, okay, I'm, I'm getting through this. Like, I'm not, I don't have to persevere because I'm going to be in this forever. I have to persevere doesn't mean you stay in it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think we're like, oh, I have to persevere in my grief. I have to persevere in my suffering. And we just stay in it. That's not... Persevering is you get through it. You don't stay in it. Yeah, something that as Trisha and I were talking about it, she she made a really good visionary. She's like, I'm so, sometimes people do the perseverance and they're standing against that wall and banging their head against the wall instead of just moving a little bit to the left and opening the door. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're just like I'm gonna persevere and I'm gonna bang my head against mm-hmm. this wall instead of like push through. Meaning sometimes you gotta try something different. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's 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 just powerful. Like like I said at the beginning, sometimes worshiping is hard. Okay, if you can't if you can't sing, what what else can you do? Maybe you can pray or maybe you can paint. stay in silence or paint or go on a motorcycle or go for a run, go work out. But but there's there's a way that you can redeem that time and give to the to the Lord and everything else and and everything. Um, I liked it because I actually looked it up this in the Hebrews twelve where it says witnessing. It uses the same word, uh, the the whole testimony, and it's 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 interesting. We have that word to witness to somebody, right? And we're thinking of witnessing as, as this evangelical thing, but witnessing is sharing your testimony. That's how you witness to somebody. Right. And that, that's what's happening here. Because we have so many testimonies of how good our God is, we press through. That's what's going to press us through. That's going to help us to persevere is because we look to the left and look to the right. He's been faithful. 
in our suffering, he has been faithful. In our sacrifice, he has been so faithful. When, when we're serving and we're like, man, I have nothing more to give. And he's like, but I'm faithful and I have given you all. I have given you all. And we don't need to go too far to find somebody. We just look to Jesus yeah. for that stands. And it's, it, and it kind of goes with a, a your, not yours, but I'm sorry, like here but not, not yet. The now, not yet. That now, definitely was not my creation, yes. Sorry, sorry it's I know. A it's a classic theology. I try to read the book. I, I didn't understand it. But now and not yet. Like, we're here, but the, the goal is out there. Right? Yeah. So the, there's a couple different words that are used in the New Testament that uh, translate, just like we have persevere and endure. And they have similar meanings, but they are different words. And so the one that I just read from Hebrews 12 um, Max mentioned a different word earlier, uh, but the one in, in Hebrews is hupomone. So it, it, remains, it means to remain under. And what we remain under is not under the suffering. We don't remain under the grief. We don't remain under whatever our trial is. Again, we're pressing, what we're remaining under is the covering of Christ. We're remaining just like when the Spirit led the Israelites through the wilderness. Mm -hmm. They remained under that cloud, right, and under yeah. that pillar. And they didn't move forward until the pillar moved forward. They didn't, and when the pillar rested, they rested. They didn't go to the left or to the right. And so what, what, the way that we persevere is that we have to follow the way that the Holy Spirit leads. So if the Holy Spirit tells us that it's time to, to change direction, we have to change direction. So... The, the visual there is to remain under, um, not under our suffering, not under our pain, not under our struggle, but to remain under the, the leading of the Holy Spirit. And Hebrews chapter 10, just the chapter before, going back to the original verse, which came from Acts, um, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25 says, Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another all the more as you see the day approaching. So there's two things that I just want to flesh out with this. Again, just reminding that we are not meant to run this race alone. We, it is so important. We may not understand. People are like, oh, well, you know, my relationship is just between me and God. It's, a, it's my personal walk. But that's not the biblical picture. The biblical picture is don't stop meeting together. Alone, you know, you, you know we have to not give up meeting together. That, that we are building each other up to be the body of Christ. That each of us is just one part of the body and we can't do this alone so w imagine trying to run the race and you know I, I saw there's this incredible um athlete who has no legs and he it set the world record for running the 20 meter with just his arms it's phenomenal to watch right mm -hmm. but i mean thank god that i mean how much more efficiently if the whole body is the way god designed it how much more speed how much more distance can we take and i feel like some of us mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're, we're limping along with just like one arm because we, we haven't, we've disconnected ourselves from the rest of the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And, and even though the church has so much brokenness and is so, so often, you know, falls under because we live in a broken and fallen world, but the Holy Spirit is present where two or more are gathered. So we cannot give up meeting together. We need each other. And, and one of the other really creative ways, not only to encourage and hear testimonies and remind ourselves of our identity in Christ and in the word, but is as far as persevering that when one of us shares like, hey, I'm having this struggle and I don't 
you know, I don't know what to do. And to help each other, like, <laughs> I'm banging my head against the wall right now. And as we share it, someone's like, oh, well, did you try just this? Or like, when I went through that, I found this book, or I heard this teaching, or this is how I got through, or this is the scripture verse that ministered to me when I was in that season, right? So it's like, oh my gosh, I've been banging my head against the wall for like seven years on this issue. And just by sharing it with someone, in by not giving up meeting together, someone has a perspective because they see things differently. This is something that my husband does all the time because we see the world very, very differently. Like our brains just work night and day different. Um, and a lot of times I, I could just be staring at an issue and I'm just like, ah, and he'll come over. He's like, oh, just, you know, he just changes perspective. And I'm like, that's amazing. Like, how did you, how did you come up with that? And it's really just because of a difference in perspective. And I think that, you know, Jesus warns all the time about the blind leading the blind. And we get this really narrow focus about our walk with Christ. And we don't, we can't find a way out. But like we sang in, in worship that he's the way maker. Sometimes the way is ahead of us, but we just don't see it. And we need someone to just be like, uh, just look left. Like, <laughs> it's because you're facing the wrong way, you know. Yeah, and it's, it's really important because... I, I I was kind of struggling as we were preparing this. I don't I don't want to. How can I say this nicely or PC? I don't know. Anyways, you guys know my heart. Uh oh. <laughs> no, no. When we when we're talking about persevering and meeting together, especially looking at Acts two forty two, it doesn't mean that just keep going to church. So just check off. I showed up to church, I left church. I showed up to church and left church. Nobody's going to be there to share your testimony with you. Nobody's going to be there to pray over you if there's no relationship. Like they, they, I love that they said they met at the temples, uh, and then they also met at each other's houses, and they also broke bread, and they also ate together. There was a fellowship, there was a relationship, because sometimes, a lot of times, people just like, I just go to church, I'm not going to talk to anybody, I'm, I'll hear a sermon... And it might, it might speak to me, it might not, I might learn something, it might not, but I'm just going to walk away. The whole point, I think, of this persevering is, is making sure that we really build up that, that body where people can tell you to turn your head to the left. Because this is, but the only way I can tell you to turn your head to the left is that, that way, the, is the only way... I can tell you to turn head to the left because I know that that's what you're looking for. If I don't know what you're looking for, I'm not going to be able to help you find that. We have to be in each other's life. We lives. need to be in each other's life. We need to be able to have that time of conversation. That, that's, I think, is, is the hard part in, the ch in churches is that some people just come in. There's also people that go into huge churches and have those relationships. Absolutely, but... That's their desire and they understand the, the importance of those relationships. So they can go to a church of 50,000 people and they have that core group in that church that they see each other every Sunday. They might meet for small groups or lunch or whatever else, but they understand that that's the important part. The showing up into a building is not the body of Christ. It's not what God wants us from us. It's the building the relationships around Christ that's what he's seeking for. Yeah. And I think that that's the important part. That's that's when people are going to speak to you. That's when people can uh, 
keep you accountable. That's when people can uh, help you persevere through suffering and sacrifice and service. And when you succeed, they will rejoice with you. Those are the relationships that we need. That's the body of Christ. But just showing up to, to a building that says church on it is not the body of Christ. Thanks for joining us. We hope this teaching blessed you and brought you closer to God. Know you are loved and covered in prayer.